Hello to our New Zealand listeners. Power Suit is coming to a city near you. If you're in Wellington, Christchurch or Auckland, we've specially designed a four-week program to help you bust through those beliefs and habits that are holding you back. Come and join some of our very first leadership cohorts in June and July. We even have an email template to help you get professional development budget. So reach out at hello at powersuit.com and we look forward to meeting you in person. Welcome to Power Up, the podcast that uncovers the unique challenges women leaders face today. Join your hosts, Nat and Kristen, as we dive into the tough topics and provide actionable insights you can apply right now. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Hello, thanks for listening. Today, we are chatting about getting unstuck, which is quite relevant to me, stuck on the bed right now. I always cram myself in the corner, then can't get off. Other than being relevant to my current situation, this directly supports our mission at PowerSuit to give you the tools and confidence to build a career on your terms. Why do we get stuck? I think stuck is a couple of things, isn't it? For Mm. me, it's always been a couple of things. Sometimes... Like recently, I've bumped into a few people I haven't seen for a while and you have this conversation about what's been happening in the last year and you sort of end up going, oh, nothing? That can feel a bit stuck Mm. when you have to say that over and over again. Mm. What about you? Any other... Well, when we learned a lot about money, building an investing platform, it felt as though a lot of people just don't know what the next best step is. Mm. So if you have a little pot of money and you're not super comfortable or knowledgeable about all of your options, you kind of just get stuck. You're like, I don't know what the best thing to do is with this. I love it. It's almost that the affliction of letting perfection get in the way of good enough that often we have too many options and if you don't know enough about any of them you end up not taking any of them which is a quote I think of no decision is a decision and you end up stuck even though it's a possibly not a deliberate decision it is a decision you know we've just come out of a pandemic which we'll chat a little bit about maybe why we're in this state but if you are all of a sudden kind of emerging and there's a sense of unease or there's just a sense of unhappiness or boredom or routine and you're not feeling stretched or challenged or excited or passionate anymore, you've kind of lost that zip. It's really just about, yeah, I don't know how to get out of this Mm. and so I stay in it. Yeah, same with bad relationships. Mm. I've been there a few times, stuck. Because you just don't know the way out and it can be really damaging and it's probably is worth talking about COVID now of this feeling stuck. We were stuck in this emergency situation for Mm. so long and maybe it's put in place some bad habits as a result that we got so used to not being able to plan and make decisions and think about what was next. We were always reacting. So as a world, we are now stuck because things are opening up again and we don't quite know what to do. (laughs) Well, and so much has changed. For example, hybrid work is now a thing in some form for those employers that want to attract great talent, particularly next gen talent. So that's the first thing is that there's a new way of working and we can be really productive doing it. Secondly, a lot of people's values have changed over COVID. So I saw a study last week that said that we actually value time with our friends and family more so after COVID than before. 
And that will ring true particularly in those countries who were locked down for a really long time and had to deal with probably a lot of loneliness and mental health issues over the period. They're kind of reevaluating their values and go, oh, well, actually, I don't want work to totally take over my life and I value more than just that. And so I think our values have changed also, which leads to a feeling of is this work that I do filling my cup? Like my Mm. literally my values have changed. And I wonder, maybe it's an age thing, but I feel like I'm having more and more conversations about the life escalator and that idea of you have to make some pretty big calls when you're 15 or 16 about the path you want to take in life. If you want to study, what courses you want to study, then you sort of get into a job and then you make some other big life decisions. And next thing you know, you're 39 and a half and wondering if this if this direction is where you want to go. And mm. I heard a really great analogy the other day day one of my girlfriend's friends is disappearing off overseas for three months because he said I feel like I'm a container ship and I'm pointing in this direction and it's just full steam ahead but I'm no longer even sure if it's the direction I want to go in and I think a lot of us never think to take the time to stop and actually think about what we want to do in our lives and recognize it's okay to move sideways or completely change path or that that's even possible and that would lead many of us to feel stuck if you feel like I'm in this path and I'm moving forward and I'm used to ticking off goals and being a high achiever and I'm suddenly wondering why. Yeah, I think so. And there can be a couple variations of of that and one of it is literally the career path and is this what I want to do. The other is coming to a crossroads where you might have an opportunity that I don't know, there's a lot of debate around generalists versus specialists. So that Mm. often ends up being a big life decision and which direction should I move? There's life decisions around corporate versus startup. There's life decisions around environments that I wanna work in. And, And so I think there's a lot of crossroads we're now faced with. And if we don't know how to kind of get out and evaluate, then we just end up being stuck. And to your point that no decision is a decision. Mm. What? How long ago was it? Probably, well, my dad's generation. You got a job, you stayed in it for life. Life was easy. Imagine that. <laughs> I know, whereas now, even thinking about when you're talking about all the changes from COVID, all the things you need to consider when you're going for a job. Is it hybrid? Is it remote? Where is it? Yeah. What kind of work are you doing? What kind of environment? What kind of company are you working for? Have you stayed in your current job long enough to look like you're not bouncing around? Does that even matter anymore? All that sort of stuff. We're in decision overload. And that does mean that most of the time, it's very easy to get stuck. Yeah. Well, let's chat about getting unstuck. And we have three tips for that today. The first is to step back and get inspired. The second is focus on your ecosystem. And the third is actually making a deliberate mindset shift. So let's talk about stepping back and getting inspired because you kind of just did that, didn't you? I kind of did. But I also think from my personal experience, leaving Hatch, I was stuck at Hatch. And I've talked about a little a little bit before that we were on a train going forward and everything on the outside looked great. We were being paid very well. We'd just been acquired. There was this whole big thing to get done. And I could not shake the feeling of feeling literally stuck like it felt like a physical feeling of I can't escape the situation and not even knowing why I wanted to but just having this really strong feeling that I needed to escape it Mm. and it took probably a month after we left for me to recognize why I was feeling stuck and realize that it was because while everything looked good and all the external 
indicators were like life was great and I should be overjoyed and everything had worked out so well that I didn't want to be doing that job in that organization anymore. Mm. And it was as simple as that. But if you don't take a step back and a step out, it's really hard. And in the newsletter this week, we talk a little bit about it's very hard to work on your career while you're in your career, which is a common business saying that you can't work on the business while you're in it. Like when you're stuck in the detail and the day to day, it's very hard to lift yourself out. Mm. And I think that's sort of what we mean by taking a step back. Yeah. Have you had any experience with it? What's your thoughts? Going on vacation is a, is a great place to step back and get inspired because you're a new, you're in a new and exciting environment. You're excited about getting up each morning and exploring new things or learning new things or relaxing or whatever that might be you're getting out of the daily routine of life which is can be painful in itself and routineness so I think I probably have done thinking well I've been on holiday and taken advantage of that but more so not to get um, escape maybe a career but more like to take inspiration back into my job I think mm. I don't think I've used a trip to get out however those that are feeling stuck should absolutely I could think of so many retreats that I would do right now a woman's surfing retreat I oh my goodness anyone should do that they're all over New Zealand Australia the US people should definitely consider a woman's surfing retreat because you get to do something really hard probably in a beautiful space you get to have this like personal achievement out of your comfort zone, probably stand up on a board. Anyway, I'm a huge fan of that. Probably stand up on a board. <laughs> Kristen's looking at me while she says that because I'm the one person who should never go on a surf retreat because with my T-Rex arms, I cannot stand up. Well, you got a nice surf a spot, so I would come on holiday, but I would have to go surfing. Yeah. I, I like that, that holidays are often an unintentional no, unstuckness because yeah. quite often you go away thinking, oh, I feel exhausted, I need a holiday. And somewhere along the line that week or, or a couple of days off you suddenly get a fresh perspective you're sitting by a beach going oh actually life doesn't have to look like it looked like or you are walking up a mountain or (laughs) flopping around on a surfboard hoping that someday you're going to be able to jump up on it but I wonder on a micro level I was just thinking as you said that it's almost breaking the routine when you said break the routine I was wondering what are some things we could do immediately and I think as humans we are creatures of habit Mm. and so we tend to wake up at the same time eat meals at the same time watch tv every night whatever it is maybe one of the ways to get unstuck is to actually break your routine wake up a little bit later or earlier change the time you go for a walk or add it into your calendar do something different like take up a new hobby or join I know I went out on Saturday along the Wellington waterfront and there felt like 5,000 different walking groups and running groups and just break out of your usual routine go to a museum and wander around like there are little things we can do every day to find inspiration and just break out of the rut and that might be more achievable than going on holiday although I honestly recommend just going I use well it could even be a local what do they call it staycation we are recommending you actually have to take a couple days off work like you you should not be balancing this in the evenings yeah so you've got to take time off work even if you're to take a Friday and a Monday you if you have a partner or children it's juggling responsibilities but hopefully you know respecting the need to get unstuck and what that might look like and it could be just a little roadie to a town an hour or two away could be a pottery class there. It could be, there's glass blowing about four hours from Wellington. That that would be random and interesting to go to a cute little retreat, grab an Airbnb. You yep. can do it on the cheap. I know that, um, you know, you can hike in to somewhere with a tent 
in an appropriate season. I know I'm going for more of the extreme versions, but this is, there's a sense of actually having to bust out of your comfort zone and try something new to genuinely recognize the strength, resilience, unique skills that you have as a human, I -hmm. think. And to be really proud, if you're not stuck, usually it means you're not feeling super proud, Mm -hmm. but when you go and accomplish something new, and, and could be creative, could be sporty. You go, oh, I remember, like, I'm kind of rekindling my confidence. About- I agree. I read, I mm. mean, it was probably a cheesy article, but I read it in the weekend about a woman who <laughs> divorced her husband in the middle of a trip because they realized partway through, they'd been married for a couple of years, but they realized halfway through his joy. And, I read the same thing. Yeah, he the wanted Antarctic to go thing. drinking and stuff. Yeah. And she ended up in Antarctica. He sounded like an idiot. Well, I know, I wasn't <laughs> going to say that. But there was something about somewhere in that trip, she realized she got so much joy out of new experiences and looking at penguins and that he didn't and she went oh this is and now she's off like hiking some trail or something my auntie and uncle were in town this weekend um (laughs) surprise trip for my mum's birthday they said they went over she's not a hiker but they did a couple of days or a couple of weeks of one of those big trails in europe we have one in new zealand all around the world there's these trails that they might feel like they might be hundreds of kilometers or thousands but you can do a day of them and there's a lot of national parks if you live in a country that animals won't eat you while you're sleeping (laughs) taking a tent just anything that breaks you out of your habit i I love that one and she was clearly feeling stuck in her relationship and going through the motions and so that trip forced them to recognize they wanted very different things she wanted adventure and he was like a big man baby wanting to party (laughs) he wanted to drink (laughs) and have an affair yeah exactly anyway (laughs) but i think that's the thing with being stuck is we often don't know why like i think it's really hard to identify that you're stuck when you are stuck sometimes you just have what you said that feeling of maybe not being really proud or really motivated and it sometimes takes you to get out of it to be able to see it clearly Mm. The one thing to do while you're getting out of your comfort zone, in addition to rediscovering joy, is to just spend a little bit of time evaluating what you care about Mm. and your goals. And she would have done that on a boat to Antarctica. She would have experienced a change of values and that actually adventure Mm. and discovery and exploration was more important to her than kind of this, you know, drinking and partying type thing. So evaluating your goals and values, you should be carving out a bit of time to do that. You know, what are the things that make you happy? What do you care about? Have your values changed since COVID? What about your goals? If in 12 months time, if you were doing this thing or that thing or held this title or like started a whole new thing, what would that look like or feel like? So what would be a 12 month goal that you could set? And the great thing about doing this as as an activity is you don't actually have to worry about action it so you can let go of that fear of failure or fear of the unknown actually just think what could life look like yes. and just get really excited about we only have one life have a look at like all the different ways it could go and I think big goals we will move on soon but I love that you were like it's okay it's not like once you set your goal you can't change it and you're tied to it that was an experiment that you're running and you will either grow into that goal or you won't I asked my son last night in our like weekly little chat a uh, nightly little chats in the spa in the spa <laughs> in the hot tub every night we have our little chats and I'm like his biggest fan and coach but I said to him he he wants to um, be a pro football player and is working very hard uh, to make that goal and I said do you think you can actually make it in the top league I mean it's like point great five- coaching Kristen <laughs> I, ha- I needed to figure out where his brain was, right? Because it's 0.5% yeah. to make it. So I said, do you think that you can actually make it? 
And he said, well, no, I don't think so. Maybe the next tier down. And I said, oh, that's interesting. Why wouldn't you start with that goal? And he said, oh, because I get made fun of when I tell my <gasps> friends that and people that. Fair enough. There's like that weird social thing. But what if in your brain you genuinely set that goal? You genuinely had a vision. You can change it. And you share it with people who support you. I, yeah, for anyone who's listening from overseas, New Zealand has this really interesting phenomenon called tall poppy syndrome yeah. where if anyone is sticks up above the other poppies has bigger ambitions bigger dreams we have a tendency to want to cut them off at the knees and yeah. that's what your poor son's he, experience he even said it he even said tall poppy syndrome oh, so i said so okay we'll go i mean i understand the social pressure at high school and all that stuff so go do what you need to do but you should recreate that goal in your head and that vision and you should hold on to it knowing that it might change you might not grow into it but why wouldn't you have have that in your brain yeah it's like the avril lavigne song the skater boy he's the skater boy <laughs> i'm carrying on. he's up on stage and he's like she dumps him because he's not cool enough because he's a skater boy but then he becomes a favorite singer and they're all like oh man he was that skater boy and <laughs> oh, well now we're this? watching him and i think I, I i mean i always keep you keep that list of people that you can kind of mentally look back at and go did it. you that had made no it. idea oh, i love it good one <laughs> okay so the second one focus on your ecosystem and we're using ecosystem over network because we do realize that networking can be a loaded term for women and we have shallower networks than men because it feels scary or we want to have a really strong purpose or we don't know how to create a win-win in a relationship with a cold outreach. Like it's all sorts of weird connotations tied up well, with- we, we haven't been living in a culture where women get together to talk about work. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, absolutely. And so we use the word ecosystem now because it really is much more than network, which could be tied directly to LinkedIn or could be some weird boys club terms. So ecosystem could be, gosh, anything from colleagues to ex-colleagues to potential future colleagues to mentors to peer group, all of that kind of thing. Friends. But yeah, but the goal is to tap into it and to get out because you might have noticed when you feel stuck, you retreat to the comfort of your couch or your bed or your whatever it is. And we kind of go into a bit of a funk. Mm. And you know, when you hibernate over winter time, we just want to curl up and be warm and hide under the covers. We do the same thing when we get stuck and you have to force yourself to take that step and get out. I agree. The yeah. one caveat to that, I yes. would say for Grayson's benefit and a few others is another one of my favorite quotes is you are the average of the five people you spend the most yes. time around and one thing i notice we also do once we're off the couch slightly is when you're feeling stuck it's very easy to surround yourself with other people who make you feel better for feeling stuck or meet you at that level yes. and you can end up in these situations where it becomes a habit of feeling like a victim or tearing each other down like Grayson's friends have done if mm. Grayson changes his friends and ends up i mean as i know he has he's got amazing friends but hanging out with other kids who also believe they'll make it to tier one he has x percent more chance to yeah, make it to tier I one i agree really choose your ecosystem wisely and if you need to have a vent have a vent but move to people who are really inspirational in your life and yes. there's tons of them around can do people and often the ones that are getting out and stepping out of their comfort zones in those rooms and those audiences are also feeling a little bit uncomfortable and lonely you know striking up a conversation with someone 
being curious, being mm -hmm. open and being vulnerable isn't a bad place if that's where you have to start, you know, because the classic like, what do you do is going to come up and you can go as part of your elevator pitch, which we write an article on, I might just put it in the resources because yeah. that is helpful when you get out just to have a general sense of who you are and what your superpower is. And then your ask can just be, I'm feeling a bit stuck at the moment. And I'm just really open to new opportunities in my life in whatever direction if you have a sense. And, and that can strike up really interesting. Oh, I know someone. Do you want me to connect you with this person? Or, oh, I can get you a coffee with this person because people want to help. I so agree. Mm. And I think that's always the case. However stuck you are, I'm just, as you're saying that, thinking about all the times when I felt stuck in a much smaller context of just not knowing how to solve a small problem mm. or a big problem. And most recently we've been working on this yurt. No one's had a yurt update for ages, but having a situation where we're just trying to figure out a, how to build a yurt, B, how we've set up our family ownership structure, all that sort of stuff. And actually just having conversations about it. It's amazing. Just a little bit of a fresh perspective mm. from people who don't have to be experts on the subject either. It's mm. really, really enlightening. So I'm yeah. a huge fan of that. Well, and that's even, we did a blog on your own personal board of directors. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, a newsletter and a podcast. And part of tapping into your ecosystem doesn't have to be some scary event it can also just be tapping for friends and going I just want to get together over a glass of wine and talk about work and that can if it's a safe place if people are willing to be open and vulnerable and it's not this weird competitive vibe they are your people absolutely and they will back you and give you suggestions yeah. about what your next step could be so we love the power of a peer group and I uh, one of my really good friends has been working on recently I really love her for this asking for help more that is one of mm. her identified work-ons that she is so used to doing everything on her own balancing everything trying to come up with solutions and so she's proactively and she always tells me when she's doing it she'll ask me for help and say I'm working on asking for help because I don't think she's quite comfortable yet just doing nice. it and every single time I am so excited to be able to be a bigger part of her life so yeah. for me it's like great I get the opportunity to do this so don't be afraid to ask for help yeah. or to ask for connections because I think people are much people don't see it as a burden no. we see it as a really exciting way to connect and oh. often especially when you're talking about getting stuck I do not know one person who's never experienced being stuck so yeah. we all can empathize and have some insights from our own experience to share so I really really like that one of get off the couch and do, in whatever way you're able get out of your comfort zone and connect with people yes even if you connect with us yeah, we yeah. love it. We love yeah. it when people send us emails. What are we what were we gonna open at one point? Someone sent the vent line. Oh. <laughs> no, what was it called? Um Rage. The Rage Line. I think a couple of people have done it and unofficially just started an inbox for us saying, I'm just sending this to the Rage Line. And we're like, great, well, we'll accept it. So we'll we accept all submissions. Yes. And we will listen to the Rage Inventing. However, our third and final point is deliberate mindset shift. So we are all allowed to be victims. I loved your quote earlier, Nat, before the podcast as we were chatting, that it's actually being a victim and feeling sorry for ourselves. It is almost a stage of grief. Like it mm. actually is a stage of you recognizing you're stuck and unhappy and it's okay to kind of wallow in it for a little bit and you know eat a tub of ice cream and <laughs> hide under the covers but then act rage vent at us but then we want to surround you and go okay well what is the first step to get out of this thing and so that deliberate mindset shift could be that that you actually are switching something on in your brain 
I think we can talk about a couple of different mindset shifts. But the first one for me and the big one is unless you're in a very bad situation, no one's forcing you to stay in your current situation. So starting by letting go of this idea that you are legitimately stuck and thinking, asking yourself the question, what if I could change this? What could I do to change this? And I think just rephrasing that feeling of stuckness with what could I do to get out of this? You might come up with a bunch of scary things. You might come up with a bunch of things you aren't quite ready to do, but you actually might find some things that are really easy that you can actually do that just completely changes your mindset on being stuck. And I was chatting uh, with a fabulous woman the other day who has recognized she probably did step back and got inspired. And then she has recognized that she no longer finds her work a meaningful place to be and that could be a difference of values or who knows what shifted there but what she has decided is that I can find meaning in my work I can get up every day and I can do some interesting things I can still learn I can you know learn a new skill I can push myself professionally and find meaning in that while I look for something else so it's this bit of this mindset shift that she Mm -hmm. had a revelation and I thought that was really impressive and hugely empowering. I've heard a few people similar where it's like the original meaning you had from something might be gone and it might be impossible to leave it straight away. What's the new meaning you can find? Is it a skill you want to learn? Is it a relationship you want to build? What is the meaning you can find? No one's stopping you finding it. I really, really love that because that is a real mindset shift if you're feeling stuck in a job, especially in this climate where A couple of months ago, we'd be having a very different conversation, but I do suspect now, haven't looked for a job recently, hope you Mm. haven't either, (laughs) but I do suspect it's a little bit harder than it has been. So you may not be able to leave a work environment as quickly as you might have a few months ago. However, you can turn around what you're getting out of it and be really mindful and thoughtful about what you want to get. Yeah, or follow side hustles on TikTok my goodness like there it is a thing I know that I'm I think I'm part of this tech talk in the coming months and people that are coming are desperate to do something new and so they come to these things to get inspired and I think this concept of like quitting your job to start and be this entrepreneur well probably is silly in this environment so what's the smallest thing you can do Mm. you can find meaning in your work you know that you can close the computer at five hopefully you're negotiating that and prioritizing and delegating well and ideally you're in a situation one day where that business outstrips you know your time and capacity Mm -hmm. so that you have to quit this job does it look like that a bit of a side hustle I was talking to someone yesterday who is now a coach and she's working on mindset coaching Mm. and but she her full-time job is actually something completely different and she's doing this on the side because she really gets a kick out of working with other women and talking about mindsets and equipping them with different skills you wouldn't know if you worked with her every day and I think there's something in that of achievement when we talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs that sense of self-fulfillment is quite close to the top Mm. and you don't have to get that from your job every day if you're feeling stuck and you are legitimately struggling to find another job and I think we've identified I think we've talked about in the past five career styles that women can take at any one time and one of them is a situation where you've got quite an extreme juggle happening with something else and I think it's absolutely okay to give yourself permission at times to say my career might be on the back foot right now for Mm. a while and I'm actually going to focus on achieving somewhere else in life and that might be signing up to do a 
a thing that you've never done before one of those f45 things yeah. or a yoga 45 day yoga challenge or set yourself a challenge of reading 20 books in a year or something that you can achieve that gets you back in that positive spiral yeah. rather than feeling staying in a situation that you may not be able to change immediately what are some other things that can help you feel like you will help you feel like help you achieve something that yeah. gets you excited again yeah learns new skills and the last thing that i would add in this particular section you kind of going you're evaluating your goals and values while you've stepped back and got inspired now you're tapping into your ecosystem and you're able to kind of share what those are and be vulnerable and share your your pitch i think as part of going into your ecosystem is during your deliberate mindset shift, identify what you're good at. And what you're mm. good at is often people will tell you you're good at, you'll love doing the work, you will kind of recognize that I'm quite good at this. Those are things that you're good at. And so to find meaning in your work, are you using that every day and stretching that what you're good at? Because it is sometimes, like you say, when you're feeling stuck, you're often low on confidence, you're not feeling really proud of where you are. And it's changing your mindset might actually be taking a step back and writing a list of all the things that you're really good at and yeah. just playing tricks on your brain and just reminding your brain that you're actually a really capable, confident person and you just need to get over this little hurdle. Yeah. Well, any any last thoughts, closing thoughts? No, I think we've covered the whole thing. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> but we would love your feedback on this episode. Are you feeling stuck right now? Are you going to take any of these actions and book something into your calendar be it a day or two off or get out to an event or are you just going to spend the weekend thinking about things that you're good at and actually go in with a fresh mindset on monday even though monday blues that's a terrible day to go in and and be fresh eh? that's like a psychological thing is it some people love it some people might hate it because they start the scientifically thing. we start to get dread sunday afternoon oh. yeah so quite often to tough your it's tough to change your mindset on a given sunday going into monday so if you just want to let monday go hump day maybe is a good day tuesday night going into wednesday you know that you've got <laughs> you've got a couple of days to go <laughs> yeah. i mean if you are feeling that dread on a sunday you may be feeling stuck so it might <laughs> be a good idea to investigate why no, you're feeling that dream <laughs> let us know let us know we'll probably have some we talked about a few things we might have in the resources but we'd love you to reach out and let us know if you enjoyed this episode and relate to it want to try anything did we miss anything you can find out and sign up to our newsletter at powersuit.com Give us five stars. I was going to make some sort of pun about get us unstuck, but I couldn't figure out. We're not um, we're not stuck in our well, in, our in our community. Our community is growing quite quickly, so we can't claim to be stuck. Save us from being stuck by following <laughs> us and giving us five stars. We still love that. <laughs> we still love that. So anyway, have a good one and get in touch. We look forward to hearing from you. Chat later. Bye. Bye.